Okay, Boker Tov, today's daf, Shavuot Tov, today's daf is, is daf Chof Beis in Rosh Hashanah. Again, we learn for a four shleimah for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaya Michal. <clears throat> From the Mishnah. Now we know, we've learned that you have to have two Edim to testify about the new month. Again, the new month, let's just review very quickly. The new month always begins either on the 30th day of the old month, of the past month, or the 31st day. Because a month is either 29 days total or 30 days. It's not exact, of course, it's 29 and change. But the way we constitute the month, so that you come out a whole year with an even amount of 12 months or 13 months in a leap year, you have to have a month either has what's called a chaser, a 29-day month, or a 30-day month. So the next month always starts either on the 30th day, which would make the previous month a 29-day month, or it starts on the 31st day of the previous month, making the previous month a 30-day month. And then the 31st day would be the first day of the new month. So Adam have to come and testify uh, if they saw the new month. But if they saw the new month on the 30th day, and as we'll see, they can come to Besdin and testify, good. So that means that the new month it begins today on the 30th day of the previous month, meaning the previous month is effectively 29 days. However, if they didn't see the new moon, nobody saw the new moon on the 30th day, or people couldn't see the new moon and make it to Besden in time that day, because Besden only, only uh, holds court on, during the day, not at night. If they couldn't make it on the 30th day, then automatically the next day, the 31st day, begins the new month, because... You can't have 31 days in a month. It's either 29 or 30. So the last, the previous month either ended on the 29th or the 30th day. If you didn't see the new moon on the 30th day or you, or you didn't see it in enough time that you can make it to Besden to aid him to come and testify in Besden, then the next day is automatically the beginning of the new month because there is no such thing as a 31-day month. So the 31st day of the previous month automatically becomes the first day of the new month. So uh, let's say Adam came and the Adam were what we call puzzle Adam in another case, let's say you're testifying about a murder or about a money matter, you need two kosher adim. Well, you can't have relatives. Relatives either of the litigants or relatives of each other are puzzle for adim. So let's say a father and a son were walking along and they saw the new moon. Shara Sahodesh, Yelchu, they should come to Bezdin, even though they can't testify together. Loshim and Starf and Zemzin, not that they could they, they could join one another as testimony of by themselves. Elishimi puzzle echeman. In case one of them becomes um, uh, is disqualified for some other reason, as we'll see, some if he's a Ghana for something of that sort, where he's puzzled for some reason, he'd star for sheni yimacher. So the other one, the father, the son, whoever's not puzzle, could join with other ones. And if two people or relatives saw the new moon, you might say, what's the point of both of them coming? Uh, they can't testify together. Yes, but they should both come just in case uh, they could be one of them could be mitstarv with. Another guy, okay, now, so just have one of them go. Yeah, but we don't know which one's going to be puzzle. So we say, just in case, in case one of them is puzzle, uh, they, could, they could join with another Eid. Shimon Omer, Avu Nova Kolek Rabbim, Kshem Leidus giving testimony about the new month, is different than all other kinds of testimony, like murder cases or, or money matters or, uh, or cases of adultery, uh, where you need regular Adam. No, here it's different, based on a Pusik, as we'll see. I'm Rav Yossi. Rav Yossi now tells a story to prove that Rav Shimon is wrong. No, Adis Chodesh is no different than other eight, any other Adis. You have to have two kosher witnesses, and they cannot be related. I'm Rav Yossi. The story of Tuvia Rofi, a, a doctor Tuvia. Shara es Chodesh Yerushalayim. He saw the new month in Yerushalayim. Who b'no him and his son the Avdom Shukhr and his freed slave. 
Now, a slave, we're talking about an Evid Kanani who's been freed, and now he's a full Jew. He, now he becomes a full Jew. He, has, uh, he already did <coughs> Mila and Tfila when he became a, an Evid Kanani, meaning like a half Jew, and now he's been freed. He's a full Jew. So all three of them saw him and his son, now the Kohenim had their own besoms. We've had many times, but they had their own besoms, but that's not the, that's not the Supreme Court. They, the the besoms of the Kohenim accepted him and his son, saying that oh, a, a father and son could testify, but they disqualified the servant because they, uh, the, the besoms of the Kohenim is usually looking at yichus. They're looking at pedigree. And they say, well, this guy doesn't have a good pedigree. We don't want to accept him. As far as the father and son goes, that's okay when it comes to Yitzchakosh. That's what the besoms of the Kohanim did. When they came before the big besom, the, the Supreme Court in the base of Migdash, they reversed that ruling and they accepted him, Dr. Tuvia, and his servant because the servant was no longer a slave. A slave has aloha like a woman who's not normally kosher for Adis. But here they accept him because he had been freed. Because they don't care. The pedigree is not important when it comes to this. It's not important as long as he's a kosher witness. But they said the son cannot testify with the father. And not clear they said you can't testify with the father. Or they said maybe his son is possible for some other reasons. But in any case, they accepted the father and the free, and the free man, the freed slave. So you see over here that from here it's mashma from this story that a father and son cannot, they didn't accept this son because the son was related to the father. Apparently that's the reason. So is it to indicate, because Rabbi Yossi, because over here this story contradicted Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon said a father and son are accepted for Eidus HaChodesh. Rabbi Yossi said not that. That's not the case. And we'll see that's the halacha. That, that yeah, they have to be regular kosher witnesses and a father and a son or two brothers are no good to testify even for Eidus HaChodesh. Amr Levi, my time Rabbi Shimon. What's Rabbi Shimon's reason? Rabbi Shimon says, when it comes to Edus Chodesh, you could have two relatives testify, even though that goes against everything that we've learned about Edus. I'm going to lay my time, Rabbi Shimon. The Chesivet says, Vayomer Hashem Moshe, when it comes to we know that the post is talking about that Nisan is the first of the months. And it says, to you. In other words, this is the month. And we had the drasha before that Hashem showed Moshe what is the new moon, the sliver. What does that look like? He showed it to him. He says, even though you're two brothers, it says, you two brothers, you could testify about this. As if to say, this is an exception. When it comes to even you guys can testify about this, even though you couldn't testify about murder, adultery, or money matters. For Abonam, the rabbis who disagree, like the story of Yossi Broad, ah, this Adis is something that should be given over to you, meaning you're entrusted to accept it. You, you as great rabbis, you can be on a besan. People like you can be on a besan, but it's not a minor matter. It doesn't mean to say that you can each, that the two of you could be witnesses, because you can't. You can't be witnesses. Even Moshe and Aaron couldn't testify together about a murder case, capital case, adultery, or anything like that, because they're brothers. So that's how the rabbis learn, and that's how we paskin. Even though we're going to see, the Gemara is going to say a different sock, but that's not a we paskin that you have to, the regular, that the regular Adis and, the, and two brothers cannot testify, even Adis Barova. He says, Hilch Sikrab Shimon, Lach Sikrab Shimon, that two brothers could testify. Amalei Ravuna Ravchanan Barova. He said to him, How can you say that? Rabyosi, Rabyosi disagreed. Umay said he brought a story telling that the Bezin did not accept the father and the son. And Hakba Adam and Hilch Sikrab, how could you say Lach Sikrab Shimon? Amalei, 
So, uh, so Rav Hanan Bar Rav answered, Many times I said this for Rav Hilchus Akar Bshimon. I said Lachus Akar Bshimon. He didn't. He didn't object. I said uh, you're 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 objecting to when I say Lachus Akar Bshimon. I've said this in front of Rav many times and he didn't object. Amalei Hechi Tanisa. How did you learn it? Many times the Shitas and the Mishnais they were said orally and they were reversed. How did you learn it? Amalei Ipcha. The truth is, he says I did say it reversed. I said that it was Rabbi Yossi who said that what the two brothers could testify, and Rabbi Shimon brought down the story with Tuvia Rofe showing that the two brothers could not testify. That's why I didn't answer you anything, because you had the story reversed. In other words, the point is not, you might have said Allah like Rabbi Shimon. Yeah, but what did Rabbi Shimon say? The way you told the story, Rabbi Shimon is the one who said the two brothers could not testify. Amr Tevi Bray Damar Tavi, that was his name, Tavi Bray Damar Tavi, Amr Makvi, you say apparently it was named after his father, uh, he said again, the Lachas like Rab Shimon, but again, it depends how you learn. Rab Shimon is the one who says, like we have it, that two brothers can, can testify, or Rab Shimon is the one who says cannot testify. Lamais and the Mepharshim say that Lach is that two brothers cannot testify, like we have in our mission that Rab Yossi tells that story. Elon Absulim, who else is puzzled to give wit- uh, to give testimony about about Edus Achodesh? So the Gemara is telling, so the Mishnah is telling us here a bunch of. Um, People who are disqualified, even though they're not Rishon Menatar. The Pusik says, Al Tashis Yadcha Im Rashalios Eid Hamas. If a person who's clearly a robber or a burglar and he's uh, he's violated the Torah openly, uh, people like that are definitely puzzled to give Adas. But here the Mishnah is telling us even people who are not that bad, who are they? For example, Masach Bakuvi, a person who plays with dice, gamblers. Gemara talks about that. If the you know that's our main their main income is from gambling, so these people aren't really cheating. But we all asmach lo kanya. People gamble because they think they're going to win. So when they give up their money, when they lose, they didn't really want to give it up. So the person who takes their money is like sort of stealing it. But he's not really stealing because he didn't go and steal. He didn't burgle it from him. He didn't rob it from him openly. But he's uh, suspected of cheating for money. So therefore, masach bekovia or malav ribis people who lend money for ribis they want for interest even though. The, the borrower is giving it willingly. He agreed to pay the ribbis, but still, since they cheat and they go against the Torah for money purposes, we're afraid they'll cheat here too. Marfrichiyana, people who race birds, the same thing would be with, you know, horses, dogs, whatever they're racing, also they expect to win. So, is people who do business with Shviyas, Shemitah, you know, how to do business. That's the main issue. The issue I keep telling everybody in Shemitah is not eating the stuff, it's doing business with it. But Sochrei all these people are suspected of cheating to, for monetary gain. Vavodim and Avodim. Now Avodim, Avid Kanani has a locha like Anisha, and they're puzzled anyway, Minat Torah. So the first ones are only puzzled Rabbanan, right? Vavodim. Zakal, here's a real Kodesh, Anisha, any testimony that a woman is not capable of testifying for. Avhain, Anan, Ksharon, Law. The same thing, all these people, the Masacha Bekuvia, the rabbi said, Malavid Ribis, there's an Isra Minat Torah on taking Ribis, right? That's their Ovana Daraisa. But it's that, that they're puzzled for Adis. Is not is that's only draw on or, or or people who gamble, people who race uh, horses or birds, whatever people deal in shvius, they're over on shvius for that, but they're also suspected of cheating for money, and therefore, what is what does Adis Achodesh have to do with cheating for money? We'll talk about that as we get later on in the daf, how they suspected of cheating, and therefore we don't accept them for Adis, even for Adis Achodesh. The Gemara said that any testimony that women are not capable of, 
these are also, these, these psum that we mentioned are also not capable. If a woman is kosher for Edis, what, what testimony is a woman kosher for in Well, the rabbi, Menatora, she's not kosher at all, but the rabbi said, for example, to testify that a man died so that his wife should not be an iguna, we accept women's testimony also because there's a clause that a woman checks carefully. In other words, a woman comes and says her husband died. He hasn't shown up for a few years. She thinks he died. And she has one witness. That's good enough. Even though no me two the witnesses. Not only one witness, but even a woman or a slave also will be good enough. Why? Because the rabbi said, Mishumaguna, the rabbis were makel, and they said there's also a cloud that she probably checks carefully. In other words, she's probably, she probably checks because she doesn't want to wind up in a situation where... Um, where, uh, you know, she's, her husband shows up, her original husband shows up, now she's going to be puzzled for, she'll have to leave the second marriage and leave the first one as a sota. So she doesn't want to wind up in a bad situation. So there's a clause, she probably checks, she does the best for check also, she makes sure he's never showing up again. So Aisha, Shera says, Mashma, in a case where a woman is kosher, Rashi brings down also, she's, she's kosher to testify that a sota, a woman who's suspected of adultery, that she actually did commit adultery. Because you see, a woman who's suspected of adultery drinks the Mayim Amarim. But if she admits that she committed adultery, so she just has to leave her husband, but she doesn't drink. Or if there's witnesses that she, uh, if there's two witnesses that, that she committed adultery, actually committed the act, and there was, uh, there was, she was warned also, she's killed together with the, uh, with the, the person who slept with her. Uh, but let's say there's no, there wasn't a warning, or just one person testifies, so she doesn't drink, and she's not killed either. In any case, a woman is believed to say that she that she committed the adultery, so or or at least that she shouldn't drink. So Ishik Shayrullah if a woman is test is kosher to testify, these guys are also testimony or Malave Bribis, all these very Sumdrabanam would be kosher. Umravashi's Osamaris, Gazan Devraim, Shain Ladisha. Even though a Gazlam and a Torah, if a person openly stole money and there was witnesses, even he has to return it, but he's a he's a robber. Or he's a burglar, and he's ghosting against star. He's not even believed to say that a man died. Even he's not even uh, believed to say, you know, to keep a woman from an iguna. A person like that is not accepted at all. But a gazlan de devreim, a gazlan is only a gazlan mid Like these cases of masachah bekuvim laavribus mafrachianim, they're suspected of cheating. They are kosher for edusisha. Says the Mishnah, Misha Ross achodesh Let's say a man saw the new moon, but he's incapacitated. He can't walk. He can't walk to court. They take him on a donkey, even on Shabbos, as we said before. We're going to say, here's the, here's the source for that. That even on Shabbos, you're machal Shabbos, Torah, to come and testify about the new moon, because you have to make the new moon at the right times, and because the holidays follow the day of the new moon, uh, based on the new moon. So, even on a bed, if you're afraid that people are lying in wait to attack them, in other words, who, who would attack them? As we'll see, there were the Apikors and the Baitusim, and the uh, tzedukim, uh, who were against the rabbis, they tried to, um, uh, to uh, corrupt the uh, testimony so that they wouldn't testify about the right day. As we'll see, they, all, they did this so many times. They would try to attack these witnesses on the road so they shouldn't get to court in time. Even though it's Shabbos, you can carry sticks, you know, uh, knives, or whatever you need, guns. You're allowed to protect yourself. They're allowed to take protection, armor, uh, even on Shabbos. It might say if it was a long road, and it was on Shabbos, and they had to get there in time. Lokum be Amazonas. They could even carry food with them. It's Shabbos. They have to eat. They're not going to starve. Shabbos. If they can make it there, 
night and day. Meaning, let's say they saw the new moon Friday night. Right? And Friday night was the 30th, the beginning of the 30th day, indicating that today's really, the night when they saw the moon, is really the first day of the next month. So if they saw it at night, they should go Shabbos morning, they should travel, even leave Friday night if they can, make it to Bezdin in time. Bezdin will sit on Shabbos in order to accept this Adas. However, the Yotzin later, they go out there, whatever they have to do, they got to take food with them, they got to take uh, uh, defense mechanisms, uh, guns, whatever they need, sticks, take it along. Why do we These are the holidays of God that you should call them in their time, meaning it's a mitzvah del raisa to sanctify the new moon, to testify about the new moon, so the new moon should be declared on time, so the yontif will be on time. That's all part of the process. However, let's say they wouldn't get there until Matzah Shabbos. Let's say they saw, oh, they saw the new moon uh, Friday night or early Saturday morning, and they come, come there, but it's a long trip. And by the time they get to Yerushalayim, to the Bezma Gadol, it'll be after Shabbos is over. Then there's no point. Because as I said before, after Shabbos is over will be what day? It'll be the 31st day of the, la- of the previous month, right? By then, the new moon will be declared anyway, because there is no such thing as 31-day month. So again, the only point in testifying is if you can testify about the 30th day. You can get the Bezma in time and testify that today, the 30th day, is really the first day of the next month. That's worth test, That's worth going for, and you would even mechal Shabbos for that. Whatever it takes, mechal Shabbos, you got to get there on time. If you had to drive, they would drive. If that was the only way to get there, like a, riding on a donkey or whatever, do whatever you can. Obviously, you're, you're not entitled to do things that you didn't have to be mechal Shabbos for, but if you had to be mechal Shabbos for for defense or for food, you can do that. Again, maybe if you can make it on a horse, you shouldn't take a car, you know, take it on a bicycle, whatever they could do, you had to get there in time, obviously minimizing whatever Chal Shabbos is necessary, but if you had Chal Shabbos, you could do it. But if you wouldn't get there until Saturday night or Sunday morning, there's no point, because uh, if you didn't get there by, by Shabbos, by the time Shabbos was over, the new moon anyway would be declared the next day. The 31st day would automatically be the first day of the next month, and today, Shabbos, the 30th day, would be considered the 30th day of the previous month. That ends the first parrot. Now we begin the second parrot. Let's say the Besdin does not recognize the Adam. Two people show up, and we want to know, are they, are they good Adam? Are they trustworthy? Are they loyal to God? Can you trust that they're telling the truth? Or are they from the Baitusim and the Tztukim and the Kutim who try to fool the rabbis? And we'll talk about this. If the Adam are not known to the, to the courts, then, then wherever their local rabbis are, the local rabbis would send other witnesses with them to testify on their behalf to certify that these are kosher Adam. Because they're not known, two 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 schlubs, whatever, see the new moon. We don't know who they are. Uh, maybe they're maybe if they're apikorsim and are trying to lie. So we send. Uh, so if they're not recognized and, and you know they're good Adam, let's say the rabbis in their locality or the bezdin in their locality nearby Yerushalayim knows them, uh, but they're not known in the bezdin Yerushalayim. You send other Adam along to certify them. Originally, they accepted anybody. Anybody showed up, hey, he's telling a new moon, why would he lie? Once the Baitusim, these were the Apikorsim, who held one of the reasons why, why would they lie? Well, number one, they don't like the rabbis. But more than that, they always held, that, that they held that uh, this, the Omer always was on Sunday. They translated it literally. The day after Shabbos. So they always wanted 
Pesach to come out the first day on Shabbos, so to fulfill the Machos HaShabbos, the next day would be the Omer. We don't hold that way. Machos HaShabbos to us means the day after the first day of Pesach, whenever that first day of Pesach is during the week. It doesn't have to be on Shabbos. But they always wanted to uh, corrupt the system and make it come out. So from the time that the Baitusman started to corrupt the system, and they would send false witnesses, they, they, they made a decree that they would only... They would only accept witnesses who they know as being trustworthy. And if they don't know, uh, they would accept other witnesses who were known to be trustworthy to certify them. So first thing... And, Mar- and, Mish- and yeah. uh, they could be Michal Shabbos too? The, yes, uh- yes. The other end could be Michal Shabbos as well. Exactly right. They would send him along with them because that's Paul part of of uh, they would testify about them even if even if uh, even if it meant they would also be Chal Shabbos uh, whatever that was necessary the simple Michal Shabbos we talked about until now was Tchum Shabbos you know but Tchum Shabbos is really Drabonan according to everybody except for Rebekiva and one others uh, one or two others but uh, but even now we see it's even more than that even if they had to carry weapons even if they had to carry uh, uh, provisions, food, etc., they would be Michal Shabbos for that as well, including these other certification rabbis. So first is a no so. So what do you mean him? It sounds like one guy, one witness. You need two witnesses. What's going on? My acher. My acher. Chad. One. Chad mi mehemen. Doesn't one person believe? One, you know, one person is not good enough uh, even to certify about him, right? Just like one person is not good enough to testify by himself, what you need to certify somebody, you also need to. Story where one person came and his witnesses came to certify him, so you need two. Uh, and he say, And as Adam came with him on Shabbos, and as you need two, means another. So he says, Acher means another pair, another pair. If you don't say it's a pair, so what does it mean? Also means him. One person not believed to give testimony about the new month. We're talking there about Edus Chodesh. It's a mishpat. It's got to have two witnesses. When it says, so again, when the Mishnah says, it means that pair, it doesn't mean his, that person, means that pair of, of witnesses. also means another pair of witnesses to test, to, to certify him. Is it really true that one person is not believed to certify another witness? You need two? There's a story he went, he accompanied a witness, Lehedalov, to testify for Shabbos. In other words, maybe one, maybe one of the witnesses was known, uh, was known to the Bezin as being a loyal and trustworthy person. But there's a story where Rabnarai went himself to accompany one of the witnesses to testify about him on Shabbos. Mashmar, Rabnarai himself was believed, even though he's only one person. But Usha, when the Bezin sat in Usha, when the Sanhedrin girl was in Usha, testified him on Shabbos. Amri, they said no. Rav Neroi said the Chinah v'day. Rav Neroi really had another witness with him. There really two. Bahadlo Chashvi. The reason he wasn't mentioned, Mishum Kfaros Rav Neroi. We don't mention Rav Neroi. We said, Oh, Rav Neroi himself went to, to accompany a witness to testify. It doesn't mean that Rav Neroi by himself. Rav Neroi had another witness also. There was there were two cert, certifying witnesses. One was Rav Neroi, and one was another guy with him. But out of respect for Rav Neroi, he was the main person. We only mentioned him. Rashi Amar, Rav Neroi, a different story. Rav Neroi said the Chinah v'day. Rav Neroy really went by himself. He accompanied this witness by himself, 
but he knew that there was another guy in Usha in that city where they were going to to testify that also could certify this guy, this this witness. So Rav Narai went with the with by himself to test to certify him, but he knew there was another guy there. Rav Narai, let's Rav went to join with the local witness in Usha to certify the witness about the Eretz What's the point of saying there was a story? Rav Narai went. Uh, went, went. If you tell me that he went by himself or one's good enough, okay, that's a Chiddush. Rav Noray was a great man, you believe him. Uh, but if he's just saying that Rav Noray went and there was another guy with him, what's a Chiddush in the whole thing? Yachim Alamemra. Mount the same misfakel or Mechel Shabbos. Rav Noray, as Michael just mentioned, Rav Noray was Mechal Shabbos just to certify the witness who was testifying, who was testifying about the new month. So you might say, yeah, well, why would he go be Mechal Shabbos he knows there's another guy in town who knows this, who knows the witness, right? There's another guy there. Maybe he's not home. Maybe you're going to go meet Michal Shabbos and you're not going to be able to certify because you're only one person. The other guy's not home. Kamashmon, no. Even though it's only a suffix, Masveka, you are Michal Shabbos because you assume maybe the other guy's there and you can be Michal Shabbos even though you're not sure that your Adis will be accepted at the end because you're one person. Kiyasa Ula. This is all in terms of certifying the witnesses. And the witnesses testifying. In other words, you need two witnesses. Kosher witnesses, we said. You can't even know a guy who's puzzled Rabbanan. He's a gazan Rabbanan. You need two kosher witnesses to testify about the new moon. And you need. And if they're not known to be kosher guys, you need two uh, certification on both of them. In other words, you, you might have two, two certifying witnesses who are Mechal Shabbos because they know about uh, one witness number one, and maybe two others who know about this so too. That's all part of the process. And Mechal Shabbos for that. And you need two, two to testify and two to certify if, you, if, the, if the testifying witnesses are not uh, known. Kiyasul, when he came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar, Kachua Yachim Marav, in Eretz Yisrael, he came and reported that in Eretz Yisrael, they were Makadish the new month on the 30th day, right? Amar of Kana, Lomi Bai Ula, not Dafka Ula, because he's a great Gavaravi, he's a rabbi, the Mehemet, El Afilunishdama, anybody's belief, not me Mehemet, my time. People aren't going to lie about something which is well known. In other words, today we don't know if it's if the new moon was declared, but they'll find out. People, travelers will come. Bezin will send shluchim as we had before to let people know. So if one guy comes and says, "Oh, by the way, I know they were Makadash Chodesh to the thirtieth day was the new moon in Yerushalayim. This started this started the new month." The new month already began. You believe anybody, not just Ula. You believe even even a regular guy. Why? Because uh, it's, since it's going to be revealed, people aren't going to lie about that. They'll be found out. Everybody will find out about it. If you tell me, you know, it's like saying, uh, oh, you know what? Uh, the Braves won 3-2 to two, uh, the game last night. Now, you know, believe me. Why would you believe me? Of course you can believe me because everybody's going to find out about it five minutes later. So when people are going to know about it, you'll, you'll, uh, they're not going to lie. So let me get, unfortunately say also, here we're not talking about giving a witness, giving testimony in front of the Bezim. We're talking about what did the Bezim Paskin? Oh, they're, they're, he's just reporting, he's reporting that the, that the Bezdin in Yerushalayim, after receiving witnesses, they, test, uh, they, they, uh, they uh, sanctified the new moon as of today. So just to say about that, that would also be believed. Why, isn't, why do you have to tell me this? Just say, one person believes, and all you need is one mashkich to tell you the food's kosher, and you know, one person believes. Some say we're more machmer, but in any case, one person believes. One guy came, you know, we don't even know who he is. Some guy came from nowhere. And he's believed because it's going to be found out anyway, and therefore he won't lie. Originally, they accepted from anybody until the Baitusan came along and played games because they wanted the new moon to come out according to their cheshbon. 
What kind of corruption did the, these Baitusans say? Baitusans named after his name was Baitus. He was their leader. Baitusan, there was also the Tztokim, named that Stuki, and there was, there was also the Kutim. A lot of them, they, basically, they didn't hold of the Torah Shabal Peh. That's basically the idea. Uh, the, what we grew up with, uh, that the conservative Jews believed in the Torah Shabal Peh, Shabal not Shabal Peh. That used to be the rules. But these Baitusan, I mean, the rules of how you, how you classified conservative and reform, etc., now it's all doesn't make any sense anymore. But in any case, they didn't believe in Torah Shabal Peh. So talking about Ma Kilko, Kilko Baitus, where Pamach's story, Viksh Baitus Mahatos as a Chum. They wanted to mislead the Chachamim, and they wanted to let them to, to, um, uh, to make the 30th day, the, 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 no regular Jews had seen the new moon, and they wanted to make today the new moon because today was Shabbos, and they wanted Pesach, they wanted Nisan to come out, the Rosh Chodesh to come out on Shabbos, so that Pesach would begin on Shabbos two weeks later, and then the Machas HaShabbos will fulfill the Pesukim the way they had it. So, they hired two guys, they paid two guys $400, $200 a piece. Uh, one, who was really one of us, one of the good Jews the, from the Prussian, who was uh, incognito, they didn't know who he was. One of their, one of their own apikorsim, Shalahem. Shalahem, hey, So their guy came in and said, I saw the new moon, and he left. Shalanu, so what about the, the good Jew came, and he testified in front of the Sanhedrin, and he told them a tall tale. Amulo, they said, Amor, tell us, Kate said, Reisus Lavana. You know, we'll have later on, Gamliel had all kinds of charts. How did you see the Lavana? You know, describe for us. How did he do it? Here's a chart. Did you see it like this? So he tells them a story. Amalem, uh, I, was, I was going up on Maliadumim, a high place of Reisiv. I saw Shurubits. I saw the new moon, sort of squeak, uh, crouched, bang, basin between two rocks. Roshadam, like his head looked like a like that of a calf. Oznav Damalikdi looked like uh, that of a kid. His, his ears looked like a kid. Kind of his horns, Damalik's feet like a gadir. And his tail was hanging out there. And he told him a story, like a tall tale. As I was looking at Bo Nirotetia, I was frightened when a Flesachai fell backwards. They may not tell me, you know, tell them a whole crazy story. They were like, what are you talking about? If you don't believe me, here's the $200 that I was paid. Here's the two hundred dollars that I was paid to tell this story. You know, as he said, he admitted when he came. Amulo, who who forced you to do this? Amulem, Shamati. I heard Shabikshu by Tusim I heard that the Baitusim were planning to mislead the rabbis. Amarti, I said, look, I'll go. I'll go in incognito and I'll pretend that I'm one of them. Amarti elachani vadiolam, and I'll let the the rabbis know. because maybe real Baitusim will come to testimony. and you'll they'll mislead you. So the rabbi said, Amulo, Masayim Zuz, your $200 you can keep in the Sunulacha, the Matana, we're giving to you as a gift. What does that mean? You really, you didn't fulfill your, you, you know, you agreed to lie or to tell the story and you didn't, you didn't fulfill it. So technically, you didn't fulfill your end of the bargain. You're not entitled to $200. But we, as Hefker Bez and Hefker Rashi quotes the Pesach, uh from Tanakh and Ezra, where he darshan that Hefker Bez, Bez and Ezra of Koach to take away money from one and give it to another, we're giving you the money. The guy who hired you, we're going to stretch him out on, on a pillar. We're going to give him Malchus. From that time, they realized they should only accept testimony from people that they recognize, people that they know. How do they let the people in Bavel know that they made the new month? They used to light the torches, a famous thing. They would light torches on the mountaintops. And when would they light them? As we'll see, if, they, if the new moon was declared on the 30th day, again, meaning that the previous month was 29 days, so the night after, because you only see the, the torches at night, so they would, the night after the 30th day, they would light the torches there, and they would, what, what the kutim, what, 
Kutum also try to corrupt the system and light torches even when there was no new moon declared in the Bezin. They said, forget the torches, we're going to have to send out messengers, real uh, certified messengers from the court to let people know. How did they, how did they light these torches? How did it was done? They would bring uh, long cedar poles, aruchan long ones, and reeds, and olive wood. These things would light, you know, light well. Flax fluff that lit well. And they would tie it to these long poles with a string. They would go up to the top of the mountain. They would light, or they would light the fire. Maybe they waved to and fro, malamored up and down. Until he saw the guy on the next mountain who saw him. In other words, once the guy on mountain, mountain number one lit it, and once he saw the guy on mountain number two leaving Eretz Yisrael, uh, as, he, as he went out from Eretz Yisrael, when he saw light number two do it, so he did it until that guy. Once that guy started and went on so and so forth. And so on and so forth. Each guy would light it until he saw the other guy lit his, and it went on. Where do they start these torches from? From Harazesim. To that place, from there, they see From that point on, there was a high point as far as you can, far out of out of Yerushalayim, and from there, until he saw all of Gauls from there was a high spot, and you could see all of Bubble from there. Until you could see from there, in other words, he would see there and wait there until they kept lighting fires and fires until the whole gullus or, or bubble looked like one big bonfire. My mashmud of seeing lishon dekun. How do we know that masian is lishon of burning? The chesivit says by yisaim david and arshev and metargivina. We we translate what did what did david and his people do? Bukdina and david he burned it. He made a fire. Tanor When do you do this? If you saw the new month on its right time, meaning on the 30th day. Because again, as we saw, if you didn't see it till the 31st day, everybody knows it's a new month, right? But they, on the 30th day, Shnibbis Manu, Lakadcho, and they saw it in time in Makadish, and Makadish the new month, Amos Amesin, Laori Buro, the evening that would have been made it a, a, an Iber month, made it a, a long month, right? It, the, the night after the night that would have made it. In other words, if they hadn't seen it on the 30th day, then the night after the 30th day means that made the that made the previous month a thirty day month a full month. So he says the night after that that's when you do it night. You only make it. You only make the fires. You only make the torches only on a month which is a twenty nine day month. Meaning they declared the month the new month on the thirtieth day and the night after the thirtieth day after they declared it they lit these torches. But if but if what the new moon wasn't declared until the 31st day, meaning that the previous month was 30 days, then they didn't light the fires after the 31st day. My time, what's the reason? What happens if the new month was declared, right? Meaning the new month was declared on Friday. So they couldn't light the candles on Friday. They couldn't light the torches on Friday night. It was Shabbos. Right, you're allowed to you're allowed to Mechal Shabbos to come and testify about the new month, but not just to report it to others afterwards. So, so in a case like that, when would they light the candles? Now, if they say if they would light can if they would light the torches both on on a on a short month and on a long month. So if if the new month was declared on Friday, that means Friday was the thirtieth day. 
They couldn't light the candles on, they couldn't light the torches on Friday night. Amos Avdi, when, when would they light the torches? On Saturday night, right? Right. If you're going to say you're also going to light it on a male, so how will they know? When they lit the candles on Saturday night, they won't know if the new month was declared on Friday and they just couldn't light the torches because it was Friday night or the new month was declared on Shabbos. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. Was, was the new month declared on the 30th or on the 31st day? So the um, uh, they'll come to be confused. Amri, hi, chasaru. Is was the moon month really cleared on Friday? Friday was the thirtieth day. The high of it mass. Well, the reason they didn't light candles, they didn't light the torches Friday night is because it was Shabbos. It's impossible. You can't do it on Shabbos. or maybe the new month was declared on Shabbos. It was Manoav, though, and they did it, and and they did it. Uh, they lit the, the the torches Saturday night. So that's why we don't do it on on uh, both on. On a 30-day month and on a 31-day month, when the moon was declared on the 30th or on the 31st, light the, light the torches no matter what? No, because if, the, if you declared it on Friday and you could only light the torches Saturday night, you won't know, was the new moon declared on Friday or on Shabbos? So that's why we don't light on both. So the Gemara says, fine. The Levit Bena Mole Bena Chaser. That's why we don't light on, I'm sorry, that's why we don't light on, right, that's why we don't light on Friday, on, on, on the night. The Gemara's question was, um, uh, my, what's the reason why we do it on on the first, on the short month, not on the long month? Because if you do it on a long month, we won't know. So the Gemara says, "Velevet beina male beina chaser." So why don't you do it on both? Precious, why don't you do it on both? Well, we don't do it on both because if you do it on a Saturday night, we won't know if the new month was declared on Friday or on Shabbos. Okay, so I'll tell you, I have a, I have a solution. Do it on both. When Rosh comes out on Erev Shabbos, on Erev Shabbos, don't do it at all. And they'll know that when it was lit on Saturday night, it was because the new month was declared on Shabbos. In other words, or, or don't do it at all. When it, when it comes out on Friday, if the new month is on Friday, then we don't light that month at all. And then they'll know it was because of Friday. So since you don't do it on Matzah Shabbos, and you do do it on a Malay and on a Chaser, in other words, they'll know it was because of Chaser. She's saying like this, why don't you light both on a new moon that was declared on the 30th or if it was declared on the 31st? What's your problem? That if it came out on a Friday, you won't know when, when you lit on Saturday night, you won't know was it on Friday or was it on Shabbos. So I'll tell you what, when it comes out on Friday, don't light it all that month. They'll make a mistake. Amri, hi, Malay. They'll say, no, really, it is a Malay. But hi, maybe they didn't reason they didn't light it. Because since it was Shabbos and people, Shalashudas was late, and, you know, until they finished, they got a little drunk at Shalashudas, they had Kiddush, whatever. Maybe that's why they didn't light much Shabbos. Still, people will make a mistake. And they'll say, you want to say you should have light whether it's on the 30th or the 31st light anyway. And when it comes out on Friday, make a rule you don't light. And then, so, so if they light on Matzah Shabbos, they'll know that it was a Malay. And if they don't light, they'll know it was a Chaser. So say, no, maybe they reason light, maybe it was really Malay, and it was declared on Shabbos, but they forgot. They got, they got busy, they were drunk, and they didn't light. So the Gemara says, V'levet a Malay, V'levet a Chaser. So I'll tell you this. Only light on a Malay and not on a Chaser. So why don't you do this? Why do you say you light on a Chaser, not on a Malay? Why don't you only light on a Malay? Only light when it's the, thir- the night after the 31st, not on a chaser at all. Don't light when it's after the 30th. Only light, if they don't see the candles lit on the 30th uh, day, 
Okay, it doesn't mean anything. When it's lit, when it, when it is lit, and it's whenever they see the torches, they will know that it was a 31 day, that it was a 31st day, meaning that the previous month was 30 days. Maybe do that. You can't do that. When Rosh Hashanah comes out, right? What happens? In the days when Rosh Hashanah was really only one day, so if it was only that day and Adam came that day, they kept Rosh Hashanah, they blew the shofar, they went to shul, they daven malchiz, everything, right? Then if also that day the new moon was declared, that means Rosh Hashanah. So on Matzah Shabbat, Matzah Rosh Hashanah, after the first day, after Chabat Tishrei, they would light torches. If you say, no, we're only going to light torches on a mole, right? On a mole, on, on a mole, on the previous month being full, meaning the 31st day was declared. So if they're only going to light then, they'll always have to keep two days of Rosh Hashanah. That means we should bitum because they'll never know. You see, if if you say always light on after the thirty, if the thirty day was declared the new month, meaning the previous day was a twenty nine month day, so fine. So Rosh Hashanah was one day. They lit the, they lit the night after the first day of Rosh Hashanah, so they knew the Elul was twenty nine days, and today was Rosh Hashanah, and that's it. You don't have to keep tomorrow. You don't have to keep Rosh Hashanah anymore. You can go back to work. But if they only light on the thirty first. They'll think, people, when they see a new moon, they'll say, oh, it was the 31st. That means that they always have to keep two days of Rosh Hashanah, which is not fair. Why should they keep two days of Rosh Hashanah? Today we have two days of Rosh Hashanah. But there was a time when they only kept one day of Rosh Hashanah, even in places outside of Yerushalayim, where they would know that the, if the new moon was declared on, on Rosh Hashanah, you kept one day, and that was it. But if you, only, if you say that we only light the torches when, when Rosh Chodesh was declared on the 31st day, meaning the previous day was a Malay, they'd always have to keep two days of Rosh Hashanah because they wouldn't be able to say, oh, okay, yeah, the El was only was the 29th day month and, uh, and the next day was Rosh Hashanah. They won't know because it was only declared on a, on a two, they only lit the, the, the torches after two days, meaning after the 29th and after the 30th on the night after the 31st. So that means that they would always have to keep two days of Rosh Hashanah. It wouldn't be fair. And therefore, what they did is they lit the torches. When they lit the torches, they stopped leading the torches because of the, the, the Tztukim who wanted to fool them. Farshim say, why wouldn't you know that, you know, if the Tztukim lit the, lit the torches on the, after the 30th when the rabbis did not light, why didn't the rabbis just light the next night to show that they were wrong? But that makes it more complicated. In any case, they lit the torches on the night after the, if the 30th was declared the new moon, they lit the torches. If if the new moon was not declared until the next day, the 31st day, meaning that the previous month was a 30-day month, they did not light the torches. All right, we'll pick it up here tomorrow, Mitzvah Have a good day. Shavua Tov. Yeah.